What's up and welcome to the Anti-Hustle Social Selling Podcast. I'm Andrea Clark, former family therapist turned network marketing leader and coach. I'm an attraction marketing expert, a top earner, and a mindset queen. I built my influence and business to the top using proven social media strategies and modern duplicatable systems, and I'm obsessed with helping you do the same. If you want to have true time leverage, boundaries, and fun in your business while rocking an abundance mindset, tune in each week for interviews, tips, and strategies that will help you trade hustling your face off for duplication, ease, and flow while still crushing every single one of your goals. So let's dive right in. What's up? What's up? Anti-hustlers. All right. I am bringing you a podcast that I'm really excited about because it is something I see in this industry all the time. Okay. It's self-sabotage. All right. So let's talk about what self-sabotage, like the root of it. All right. So a lot of people who are highly driven and, uh, you know, know they're capable, know they're awesome, know they have gifts, sabotage the crap out of themselves. Okay. And the the thing about self-sabotage too, is you, it's a lot of like blaming yourself, feeling like you're falling short, feeling like a loser, like all these things. And like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I be consistent or on something that's important to me? What, you know, why did I make this choice that is messing me up right now? Why did I, you know, not have enough willpower, blah, 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 all this stuff. Okay. So here is what I think the root of self-sabotage is. Any self-sabotager that I have worked with typically grew up in an environment that was very controlling. Okay. So usually it's a parent, but it's not always a parent. It's, it's usually a caregiver um, who is very authoritative, maybe abusive, um, and just all just controlling, very controlling. If you were in an environment where you, you're, you know, you couldn't do the things that you wanted to do, you, who you are as a person wasn't fully honored. Um, you were required to, you know, be a certain way, um, perform a certain way, act a certain way. Um, any of those things, that is control. That is rigidity. Okay. If you grew up in a rigid environment. So I will tell you my mom, although she really healed from it, she grew up in an environment. And this is the other thing too, you guys, this doesn't mean that your parents are crap or your grandparents who raised you are crap or, um, you know, anything like that. It's more like they did the best they could with what they had. Um, and I think a lot of controlling parents, not all, but a lot of controlling parents think that like they're teaching their kids something by controlling them. (laughs) And they're, they're not actually, but, um, what happens is internally, as you're growing up in an environment like that, your subconscious is internalizing who, like the things that are being said to you and how you're being controlled and how you're being managed and all of those things. And then when you become an adult, that's your, that's your subconscious voice and your subconscious, remember it controls 95% 
of everything you do. So you can be in the flow on a roll, like getting going. And then boom, you don't understand why you just did what you did. You don't understand why you didn't work your business for two weeks, or you diverted to house cleaning instead of your income producing activities, or you made a really stupid financial decision that then puts you in scarcity. So then you're trying to work from scarcity. It doesn't work for you because it's hard to work from scarcity, all this stuff. And, and I could go on and on. So the other thing I want to say about this too, before I move forward is control can look very much like care. Okay. It can look like Somebody trying to control how you see yourself, um, somebody teaching you learned helplessness, um, somebody constantly saying, be careful, be careful, be careful. You're going to get hurt. Be careful. You're going to get hurt. And then you grow up and you, you grow up fearful, even though there's this other side of you that's like, I don't need to be fearful. Like I can go for things. And But then that fear always creeps in. That self-doubt always creeps in. OK, so so control can be a lot of things, you guys. It's it's not just the stereotypical stuff that we see in the movies. OK, and. Control is really anything that as you're growing up makes you feel like you can't really honor yourself. Like you have to do a lot against your wishes. Now, I'm not talking about your kids doing chores. Okay. I'm not talking about you making your kids doing chores. All right. But I'm talking about that fundamental understanding and honoring of who you are, like as a person. And there's like no space for that. So I make my daughter do chores. She does. She does chores. She does chores that she earns that she earns allowance for, and she does chores that she contributes to the house. And trust me, uh, she doesn't like them, and she complains about them. And how I so I require the chores, but here's how I honor who she is. I acknowledge her feelings about them. I don't want to do them, and I'm like, I know chores are not fun all the time. Like I understand why you're frustrated, and you're allowed to be frustrated. I honor your feelings. However, you still have to do the chores. And so that's not a form of control, right? It's it's because if I were to control her, I would be telling her, you know, um, give me a break. You know, you barely have to do anything. You're complaining. You're being disrespectful. Um, I don't want to hear it from you, right? Like, and then it's like, she feels like she has to shrink back and be a different version of herself. Okay, that's what control really is, is like your child feeling like they can't be who they are. They have to be a different version of themselves, whether they're being abused by you, whether or not by you, you guys. Sorry, I'm getting on a roll here, but whether they've been abused or whether, you know, they're dimming their light, whether, you know, they want to be, you know, doing art. And you're like, no, you need to do mathematics. And, and then they have to be a completely different person and shut down the desires of their heart and the fundamental core of who they are. That is control. Okay. Um. The other type of control is parents flying off the handle emotionally and kids feeling like they have to, um, again, perform or be a certain way to keep the peace in the house. That's another type of control. Okay. So I could go on and on about all sorts of types of control, but if you're a self-sabotager, I, I, um, encourage you, you don't need to go dig up all the skeletons in your closet, but really think about how your upbringing was. Okay. Think about how your upbringing was and, um, you might discover that there were things that made you feel controlled and made you feel like you couldn't honor who you were and honor whatever your preferences, things like that. Okay. So when you self-sabotage, that is the former person who was the controller in your life. That's their voice. They're shutting you down. They're not physically with you anymore, but they are all buried deep in your subconscious. That is the dealio. 
We are taking a brief pause from this episode because I want to share something epic with you. I created a course that will help you accelerate your social selling results. I want you to know all my strategies for endless lead generation and team duplication. This course covered attraction marketing basics, how to find your focus to attract in your ideal prospect, optimizing your profile for lead generation, including Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, how to create magnetic content and team duplication. I got such a positive response during the live course that I decided to turn it into a lifetime access program. There were people who started generating leads on day two. It was so exciting. So I wanted to offer it to all of you. And I've also included some bonus modules, such as how to create a magnetic profile, scroll stopping hooks and headlines that convert, a 30-day talking story challenge that builds influence, how to attract more and higher quality business builders. And this is a behind the scenes look at one of my team calls to show you how we build our businesses attracting in business builders. My team enrolls hundreds of business builders a month and how to take people from the DMs to close business with my signature conversation formula for closed sales. You can check out all of this in the link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the episode. I have worked with many people. Women a lot of times have mother wounds. And sometimes their mother wounds are expressed in self-sabotage because their mother was very controlling in some sort of way. And and, and not to say that dads aren't controlling. There, there's plenty of people with controlling fathers or controlling grandparents or whatever. But there's something really special about a controlling or manipulative mother that sure as heck makes a grown woman have so much in, um, so much just lack of self-confidence. They might be a confident person, but their self-confidence, uh, their their feelings of, you know, doubt, self-doubt or, you know, feelings of incompetence kick in when they're hitting they're hitting a new success threshold. That is like I see it all the time. And then I ask a few questions to find out about their upbringing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you, you like you had you had some control in your life or you had some controlling person or you were completely controlled. Like it's definitely on varying degrees, you guys. Um And it can look like people labeling you over and over and over again to make you think and feel a certain way about yourself that you never even felt in the first place. That, that can be a form of control. You guys, like it's, it's a, it's almost like a mind control and most parents don't even know they're doing it. Okay. So anyway, cause then it keeps you in your homeostasis. So whatever your homeostasis was as a kid, whether it was submissive to your parent, whether it was learned helplessness, whether it was um, in your mind, you were rebelling, but on the outside, you were doing every single thing that you were told or, you know, told to feel or whatever. um, You will keep reverting back to that when you hit, when you're getting close to, or you hit a new success threshold, because that success feels like a threat because success feels like freedom. It feels like self-confidence. It feels like competence. It feels like um, autonomy and success is a threat to people who grew up in a really controlling um, mental, physical, emotionally controlling environment. Okay. And so the key to breaking free is you first have to identify like, oh, I'm self-sabotaging because I grew up in, you know, X, Y, and Z environment. Whose voice is this? I always ask myself that question when stuff's popping up that is not usually of my character. Like when I, if I'm being hard on myself or, um, I'm being unkind towards somebody else in my mind and I'm like, whose voice is that really? 
And I can typically identify a key figure in my life, in my past. Again, this isn't a blame thing, you guys. When you get to the root, then you can reprogram it. That's all I'm saying. So I'll, I'll identify like a key person in my life who was like that and was like that around me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, they influenced my subconscious. They influenced how I think and feel about people or myself or this thing or money or whatever. And now I know that. And so now I can um, clear out their voice and reprogram my subconscious to listen to me to listen to me and my desires and my character and the things that I believe. Okay. So again, this comes down to subconscious uh, wiring and the need for rewiring, clearing things from your body somatically, like trapped trauma, trapped beliefs, trapped, you know, things like that. And it's totally possible. I'm a product of it, you guys. Um, And I did not grow up in a controlling environment, meaning my parents were actually very opposite. Although my, that's not true. My dad uh, would control me. Um, and I would comply to protect my brother and sister and for my own safety. Um, so that's actually not true. I, I, I was controlled, um, in one specific area. Uh, his control was inconsistent though, because he was so like in and out, but when he was present, he really, uh, I was his little puppet. And, um, I knew though, as a child, that that's what was happening to me around, like I hit a certain age and I was like, oh, he's like, not well, he's not this isn't right, but I still complied because I felt uh, helpless and I didn't have anybody protecting me. And so it was my way to survive. You guys, our bodies, our subconsciouses prioritize survival, survival. So I had to do a lot of work around my relationship with him. And then the other way that I experienced that was um, some negative things that were said to me um, over and over and over and over and over again. And, um, about me, about me and, and about certain things. And so I had to really reprogram that too. Right. So hopefully this makes sense. Um, because I used to sabotage myself early on in life in very specific areas. And so, um, that's not the case anymore, but it took me some time to realize this and do the work I needed to do to set myself free. And so I just want you to know that you can set yourself free. Um, if there's things that you need assistance with, I, I, my DMS are open for you to come and ask me for resources. Okay. And I will give you the resources. Um, this is things I do in my coaching with my mentees, with my downline. Like we are releasing all sorts of blocks all the time. You guys, this is a journey of transformation, not just surface level, personal growth and development, total transformation. And, um, and I believe it's why I have so many rock star leaders on my team. Uh, leaders, some leaders are born, most leaders are developed, they develop themselves, and then they have great mentors to help them further develop themselves. So I hope that this was helpful to you. Um, if you're like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense why I self-sabotage, guess what? You can clear that shit. So you don't have to be a slave to it for the rest of your life, but you do need to be an active participant in clearing it and healing it. So, um, remember my DMs are open if you want me to share some of the modalities that I use and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening all the way through the Anti-Hustle Social Selling Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you like what you hear and are listening on iTunes, would you do me a favor and leave a review? Reviews are an important part of getting this podcast in front of more people to spread this anti-hustle message. You can also copy this link and share with friends or on social media. And thank you so much for locking arms with me and being a part of this important movement. Remember, 
Social sellers need to learn different and effective strategies that are right for them to grow their business now more than ever. I know together we can spread the word that it's totally possible and it can all be found here on the Anti-Hustle Social Selling Podcast. So until next time, crush your goals and stay in alignment.